In this episode, me and Lonnie Cox talk about FAU and UM going to the Final Four, and then also a little bit about Dr. Gloria from the University of California, Irvine, who I heard on Pivot last week. Let's get into it. That's right. The Owls and the Canes are both going to the Final Four. It's great to be a South Florida basketball fan. It is a great to be a South Florida basketball fan. And I'm going to be honest, Lonnie, the NCAA does not like this at all. Like, when you think about it, the NCAA is a company. And this company was predicting and hoping that the number one seeds would end up in the Final Four and in the championship. Because when you have a number one seed all season long, the video production teams for the NCAA were recording dunks and plays and highlights and getting these video packages ready to have promotional material for the hosts like Charles and Kenny Jet Smith and Ernie to be talking about while they're sitting at the desk. With UM, they may have a little bit. Right, because UM is a bigger school, so they may have a little bit of those video packages, but they got dick from FAU. You're telling me that FAU does not have a major production studio on campus? No, they don't have a major production studio, and the games they play, they film them on iPhones. Like, there's no. You're telling me that the burrow isn't packed with 4K cameras? The borough is not packed with 4K cameras, no. And they're and the teams and opponents they play are also not recording on 4K cameras. You're telling me that Middle Tennessee State right. does not come, bring its own 4K production I know. Production it is studio. shocking to me as well that they don't have a full trailer full of cameras and satellite ability to, to project these games. But no, there is literally probably one camera on sticks or tripod that's up in the top of the stadium that's recording from the top. There is no close-up shots. There's no good shots whatsoever. And that's what I found so funny watching the games. So for the 16, the elite or the Sweet 16, every time they would go to timeout, even if FAU was winning, they would talk about the other team and show other teams' highlights instead of FAU. And then for the Elite Eight, the same way. Like, FAU would be up, and they'd be talking about K-State, Kansas Kansas State. State. And they'd be talking about Kansas State, talking about, oh, can you see how uh, more, what is his name, Um, Noel, Noel, look at him. He's just, he's doing all this stuff. I'm like, FAU is winning right now. Why are they not? Because they have no video packages because they were not anticipating the Owls making it this far. And I will say, from watching the games, as a former basketball player, um, they are fast. They're fast. They're tall. They've got that seven-foot-tall golden. They've got what's number one? Oh my name? God! The, the Sweet Sixteen. The announcer was like, "This guy just keeps falling down." Like every five seconds, he was falling, and then this other game, he balled out. Yeah, he had a great game. But they're fast, and that's what I've noticed from the other teams. The moment they get the ball, they had twenty-something turnovers in their win, which is unheard of. I think they have so one many of the turn- only teams that has that many turnovers in the Elite Eight and wins the game. It was an NCAA record to right. have the most turnovers. And it's because they would turn it over and they would instantly get the ball and they wouldn't even be thinking about it. It wouldn't phase them. They would just keep going and going and going. And the game was an absolute heart stopper. 
If you did not watch it, it ended 79-76. It came down to free throws. And it was unbelievable. My chest was pounding. And, you know, I made an Instagram reel talking about the game. And I, I was honest in the reel. I was like, guys, listen, I have not been following them at all. And this is coming from the guy who was the former arena host. And this is the other thing that pisses me off about the whole thing. I emailed the university like a ton of times because when they got a new director of athletics in, they voided my previous contract. And so I was no longer the in-stadium host. And I, I did nine losing seasons. And the season they go to the NCAA Final Four, I'm not a part of that season. And it just burns me. I'm You're like, not going to get a ring. I'm not going to get a ring. I'm not going to get a ring I'm this not, time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to, uh, I'm not going to be able to, you know, get money and fame and popularity from these guys' hard work and <laughs> ethics. Hey, you're not going to be able to benefit from other people's hard I'm work. I'm not going to be able to benefit. And now that they're going there, I'm like trying to go on my social media. I'm like, guys, remember I was the arena host for nine seasons? Don't forget about me. No one's like, nobody cares. And nobody cares. But I could have been the arena host this season, and their hard work and dedication could have paid off for me. Janelle Davis, incredible player. Number one for FAU. Yeah. Incredible. I did go to one game, and they talked about him. They said he was their best player. But By he far. came off the bench when I went to go. All season long, he would come off the bench. They would be four or five, six minutes into the first half. I think he's a freshman or sophomore. I'm not sure which what he I'm is. I'm going to look it up right now. But he definitely is... Um, He's not an amazing player. When I go just now and I typed in FAU, look, and I went on the NCA website and I clicked. Yeah, they don't even have pictures. They don't have pictures of these guys. Yeah, Janelle Davis is a second-year freshman, six foot four. And he, but the thing is that when you go back and you look at the game, right? It's not like they had an incredible amount of you know players that are scoring, right? So I'm going to go down their call sheet. Their top player, Golden, 14 points. Davis, 13 points. Martin, 17 points. Uh, Boyd, 4 points. Greenlee, 16 points. Weatherspoon, 7 points. Forrest, 6 points. And his 6 points came with those those 4 gigantic foul shots that he had to make. Um, Rosado, 2 points. So when you look at it, right, they had a ton of players that were in um that were scoring. And when you look at K-State, right? They only had one Noel, Marquise Noel, 30 points. That guy was the only reason why they stayed in the game was Noel. He was doing everything on all sides of the court. He was shooting, he was scoring, he played 40 minutes. He didn't come out of the game at all. And you know, watching the game and watching them lose it was incredible to see K-State lose, and they just looked shocked, and the world just seemed shocked. And FAU, I'm, I'm telling you, they're handling it with poise. They look poised. They are in the game. They're not gloating when they're up. They're, like, just trying to get it done. Our friend, Sean, said that he went to a practice. He practiced with the FAU team when the new coach came in. What's the coach's Dusty name Dusty May. Gusty or Dusty? Dusty. Dusty May. And he said that he noticed a real atmosphere from him like he said he is a real coach which i don't think fau has ever really had before 
No, we had some real coaches. They had, we had we had some big names. I can't remember them right now, but we had some people that had like names. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've never really. Again, and as a former athlete, and you as a former athlete, this idea of a real coach, right? Uh, we'll talk about UM. You think UM's coach looks like my dad? I do think UM's coach looks like your dad. He's like a New Yorker, a New Yorker from New York. New Yorker, yep. And he's tall. He's just um, he's a lot nicer than uh, your dad, I would say. And that's the thing that I think is so funny is that when you look at like kind of what sports athletics has become. I'm watching these post-game interviews with these head coaches, and they're talking about how much they love their players and how, like, uh, I love these guys. I would do any. I love them so much. We just we share nothing but love. And the UM coach kissed his player on the head. You see that in the post-game interview? Like, that. kissed him yeah. on the head. He's like, I love these guys. If it was your dad, he'd talk about fucking all their moms. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't do enough. You know, they could have did better. Always do better, you know. they. They'd but like, they coach think Shapiro they know. won by 40 points. Oh, yeah. 40? You think 40 is enough? No. It should have been 60, okay? 60 points is what they should have won by. Yeah, my dad's got that tough love thing. But all these coaches are so funny to me. When I had a coach, he was awful. All my coaches were pretty awful. I had one coach in high school who was a uh, he was an African-American male from a, a black school named Ely, from like a predominantly black school in uh, Pompano Beach. And he came from Ely, and they brought him over because we had a star player, this kid Damien. I believe Ely is where Kodak Black went to high school, if I'm not mistaken. Ely, I think, is where Kodak—yeah, it's by Kyatt City, which is, like, not a good place. Um, or it's just lower income and just, you know, it could be changing. But it's just, you know, for a while it was predominantly black and systemic racism. You know, they probably didn't get enough funding and all that stuff. But he had that black coach mentality. So, like, we'd be in practice— but you need to get him like a like a pit bull. You need to her 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 get him. You need to get him like a her her her. I'm like, what are you saying to me? I don't know what you're saying. Like a pit bull with a teeth, and you take a teeth and you put it down. We're like, is that a play? Are we doing a defense? I don't know what you're telling me right now. Football coach loved Jesus. Oh, mine did too. Mine loved Jesus too. Loved Jesus. He was a big Jesus guy. As a matter of fact, we would all do like a team kind of huddle at the end of every practice and he would ask the Jews to leave. No, yes. he wouldn't say Jews leave. He would be like, well, if you don't believe in Jesus, feel free to leave the circle. Would you stay or would you go? I left every single really? time. Really? I always stayed. Uh -huh. I always pray to Jesus. Absolutely not. I do whatever religion is. If they're, if it's, if they're, if they're doing satanic rituals, I'm in it. I'm there. I'm I'm pouring the blood on you. Because you want to win state championship. No, because it's just fun. You know, everyone's praying to God. It doesn't matter anyways. Whether no, it's I was that. stubborn. I was like, if you're going to separate us by that, then I'm out of here. Yeah. And then I'm, we went three and seven. So I guess he didn't pray to Jesus quite enough. Or Yeah, or Jesus didn't hear him. Or Jesus was a Homestead fan. Or Jesus is Jewish. Or and there's Jesus all, all this, there's all, all these possibilities just flying into play. But it's just funny how coaching, when, you, when, I, when, when we were younger, at least – you know, coaches, it was like tough. Like coaches had to be tough and mean, right? And they always like were tough and mean and, and hard and they weren't like interested in loving you and caring about you. Like I remember my high school coach at the end of the season, I was like, man, I'm really trying to get into a college to play basketball. And he's like, you're trying to, you're trying to get a scholarship to play basketball somewhere. I was like, yeah. I'm like, what do you think I was doing? He's like, oh, I thought you were like white and rich and smart and you had like your school paid for already. And I was like, 
You're an asshole. Right. Like you're a complete. I mean, you're six foot six. You were, didn't you? You were all county, right? I was ranked like one twelfth in the state or one thirteenth in the state. Right. You should you have know. easily been able to get a scholarship. Oh yeah. Oh, I went to Broward College and then. But like somebody, if somebody would put a highlight tape for you, which if you would have had the skills that you have now, you could have done that for yourself. Well, but kids hi- nowadays, yeah. Every kid now, every if you're a sports kid You've now, tape. you should be making reels and and making your own yep. highlight tapes using your iPhones and. Yeah, it's definitely changed. But it's just funny how, like, the Bobby Knight style of coaching, of, like, hitting your player over the head with a chair, like a WWE wrestling match, is no longer, like, in vogue. I hated that shit. When it was happening, I hated it. I believe for the longest time that coaches should have to have a psychological evaluation to be able to coach. Um, And and now it's just funny because now all these coaches, at least at the top level – have to love the guys right. because they have a choice to go to what school they want and mm-hmm. now they can get paid they're like we don't get, we don't care what you you know what you're going to say like we're here to play basketball we're not here to be screamed at and if you scream and at mentally, us, we'll leave and mentally tortured right. and been like you know and and I call it emotional terrorism which is like oh you want to play well guess what you can't see that girl anymore well it's one thing to be emo- an emotional terrorist if you're Alabama and you're winning national championships but if you're just like a regular high school that's going three and seven. Yeah. Like the emotional terrorism thing is not really what I would suggest. No, your coaches made you run to your pukes and stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Wait, that was like a bright of passage. They fought on the on the bus. Like I was I didn't even ride the bus. But they you know, there was like the activities bus. Like if you played sports, there was a bus that came later to take you home. You and never rode on the team bus? It was the bus to get home from school. Like it wasn't the school it wasn't the team bus. Like there was a practice one day. And after practice, some kids on the bus going home, it wasn't a game, going home fought on the bus, the activities bus. And the next day, it was spring, so, you know, everybody comes out for spring football. So there were 100 kids, and he made us crab the entire field back and forth. We did wheelbarrow back and forth. We did, like, probably, I'm not exaggerating, like 500 push-ups throughout the course of the day. We had to do burpees. Like, kids were puking. Just because two kids fought. Because kids fought on the activities bus who weren't on the team. Like, they weren't, like, consistent players. They had just come out for spring. Yeah. Like, they had just come out for spring football. The next day, there were 40 kids. Like, everybody quit. Everybody quit the team the next day. Yeah, nothing says good coaching like kids not showing up anymore. I mean, the kids that quit were the kids that were going to quit anyway. They were the spring kids that just usually never end up playing fall. But, like, yeah, that was rough. There was another time where some other kids did something stupid, and they made us, um, in pads, roll across the field, like roll on our backs. Kids were puking me. And two other kids, like when we were walking, it was 90 degrees. We pat, like we f- collapsed in front of the um, locker room, and the trainers were like getting ice cream from the vending machines and like sticking it under our pads, like between our pads and our chest. Ice cream, like ice cream bars, you know, like in the in the packaging, and like putting the ice cream bars like underneath our pads. And is it, is it at that point like all the fat players down. woke up? <laughs> all like the fat players were like, oh, can I get, shit. Can is I that still been... get the ice cream? <laughs> they're, they're like reaching up into their pads and like sucking. Dude, they're like was, sucking their pads after the bad, game. That was bad, man. That was bad. They also, one time, a kid pissed in a water bottle on a bus on the, on the way home after a school, after a game, and they took away our water, like at practice. Like we had no water. 
for like two days, three days. See, that coaching doesn't work anymore. Now all the coaches are like love and peace and like meditation and practice and mindfulness. It's like, why couldn't I have that when I played? You know, I definitely, we got robbed. But I'm like, dude, we're one and four. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, what's the point of this? Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no point. Can we just have fun at practice? Can we scrimmage? Like, can we do the things that we enjoy to do and maybe like, Learn football skills instead of like learning about Jesus. I learned a lot about Jesus that year. Yeah. Did you know he's the only perfect person to have ever lived? Uh, knew the, I didn't know that. I know that that's what they think because of my coach. Yeah. He loved Jesus. It was like a church. It was me. like church and practice at the same time. But you know, it's just funny to see these coaches like change their tune and be so in love with their players and talk about love and all this other stuff. I think it's good for the game. I definitely think that it shows that love. And support go much further I agree. than screaming and yelling and punishing and hitting. That lo- like when you love your players and you care about their well-being and their success, they will play harder for you. But it's just so funny now to see all these coaches talk about love and all this other stuff. And now we have a chance for possibly UM and FAU to possibly meet in the championship. Two of the biggest markets in college the basketball. Biggest markets. The biggest co- markets. The whole country is going to be pissed. But South Florida, all the bars, sports bars, are going to make so much money. You know who's really going to be pissed is Allstate for all their ad money that they spent <laughs> on the Final Four of the National Championship if it's UM and FAU. It most likely will not be, but... You don't know. You do not know because they're playing. When I look, when you look at the schedule, the, they're playing San Diego State, right? Which is Very not good team. Which, but they weren't predicted to go this far. No, they weren't. But they they are a pretty good team. And then UM has to play UConn, which is arguably the best team left. Yes, that's the hardest. They FA, will most likely win the national championship. Yes, they have. UM definitely has the tougher road. I mean, we had to play Indiana, Texas, and now UConn to get here. And I thought UM was going to lose that game. They were not. No, they they not. were not yeah. looking good. Um, at halftime, they were down. I think at one point in the second half, down thirteen points. Oh, that's yeah. It was not. I was watching that game, and I was like, "This is not looking good for them." Um, but they definitely pulled it off. And I was telling my brother all the time, when you're watching basketball, right, and uh, that the, those games are happening, and you're watching, like I'm watching, and I go, "Okay, they are down by eleven. And this is the, this is why people like basketball and why it's hard to gamble and bet on basketball, is because they were down by eleven, and all you got to do is get one three pointer, a stop, a two pointer, a stop, and you're within five. Right, right. Now basketball, especially college basketball, which I'll be honest, I'm not, I was never really really into, but I'm getting into it this year. Like college basketball, my friend was telling me. He has season tickets to you. I'm like, games can swing 20 points. 20. Like nothing. Well, it's because you have the ability to, um, uh, you know, go up so quickly. Because if you score a three, get a stop. Score a three, get a stop. Score a three, you're now up nine. And right. it could only be 34 or 50 seconds. Right. You know, a minute and a half could pass. And you could go up nine. But it was definitely an incredible, two incredible stories for UM to be able to pull that off at the very end. That was a heart stopper. And they both kind of came down to the same thing, which was being up enough and being in the bonus for fouls that they had to just make foul shots. Jordan and Miller, perfect. Perfect from the field. From the field and from the free throw line. All these guys were coming home, and they were definitely 
having a lot of fun. Do you think they went home? I don't think they went home. They went home because FAU went home, and I saw a video of Dusty May on top of a stage podium in front of FAU fans. So they are only going to go home and then go to Houston? At least FAU did, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that UM... I don't know. But it's in Kansas. they were in Kansas City. Why would they come all the way back just to go back to Houston? Because it's seven days from now or five days from now. Yeah, but just go to Houston early and practice. They're supposed to be in school. Right, that's true. So, like, these kids are supposed to be in school today taking classes. Not a chance. Not a chance. Now, there are probably kids on the team who don't start who are doing their homework. Right. But if you're starting and you're playing in the game, you're not doing any school. You only have to take, what, three classes, I think, to be considered so, a full-time yeah. student? Yeah. Three or three. Four classes full-time. But I don't know if it's different. For an athlete. Right. During the season. Could be three. Right. Meaning like if they if they stack and they do like six in one semester, it could be cumulative. And they do like six in something and then three in the other. Right. To balance out. Um, but it's definitely uh, an exciting thing for both teams to be able to go down and be in the Final Four. And if they make it through, it is going to be the wildest thing for South Florida and a terrible thing for the NCAA. But it's definitely something that is like worth you know watching this weekend. God, but wouldn't you just love to see FAU and UM in the finals? Oh, oh, it would be great. And then FAU wins. Could you imagine if FAU wins the whole thing? What do you think would happen? I don't know. The NCAA would would kick them out of the tournament. No, I mean, would arguably FAU might become a real basketball school. They might already start because now they're going to get some talent yeah. who wants to go there. Not a chance. They'll get some, but I don't think many. No, that's what happened. Remember, Florida Gulf Coast made a run one year. Florida Gulf Coast, and where are they now? Right, right. Exactly. So FAU probably has, this is like their one year. College their fluke basketball, year. it's all about like your chemistry, your team. Is it set up the correct way? And it's just so hard to get good recruits. Really, if they wouldn't have that seven foot tall guy, they probably wouldn't be. They here have right two. Now. They have that Laganda or something like that. The guy is like the the black guy with like the twists in his okay. hair. And then Golden. I think he's like six eleven, six ten. But Golden, yeah, Golden definitely had a game of his life. And I was watching him, and I go, an NBA team is going to pick this kid up. One hundred percent. He'll at least go try out. And this I think season, J- Davis will too. You think some of them will go? I think Davis. He might not get drafted, but I think he'll get a tryout. But you think he'll leave the team? Like he'll? You think he'll try no, to? He's a freshman. He can't. I mean, well, he can. It would be smart for him to stay. I would say because he's not like a huge star. Right. It's not like he's dropping like that guy Noel for Kansas State. Now, if he if he goes to the <clears throat> national championship and has and a, wins. Thir- a thirty point game, yeah, that might be a different story. Correct. That's what happened to Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker kind of came up in the tournament and then ended up having a pretty decent career, if I remember. Correctly. Noel from Kansas State reminded me of Kemba Walker mm-hmm. more than. Uh, Janelle Davis or right. whatever. Uh, Janae, Janae, I think Janae you know. Davis. I love how you don't even know their names. That's the problem with FAU going to the to the Final Four is that like they're now trying to do all these packages on these players that they have no idea about. UM, on the other hand, they are a very fun team to watch. I've watched every game of them in the tournament so far, and I actually went to one of their games that they lost. Um, but they're a great team. They're a lot of fun. They're fast. They have a lot of cohesion. They hustle. That's coaching. Yeah, right, like FAU that. hustles more than UM, though. You think so? Oh, yeah. They're faster. They're faster? They're faster. I don't know about They're that. They're fast. Do you like that? Do you see that out-of-bounds play they do where they all stack on the baseline and then run out of bounds yes. at the same time? That's cool. Like Smart. The, like a football play almost. Like a football yeah, play, yeah. yeah. Behind a line of scrimmage. Yeah. But I think it'd be exciting. I, I, I hope they both go to the championship. It'd be like so That cool. is my hope that and my so goal. Cool. Flanagan's is going to be a billion-dollar franchise. <laughs> 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 Just because of that final game. Like... If you're a sports bar right now, you're like, thank you, God. 
You're not even be able to watch the game, right? Because you got a comedy show that night. Ugh, don't remind me. Lonnie's got a comedy show. He's going to be at the show. He's headlining. It's, it's going to be four people in the crowd. They're all going to be watching the games on their phones. You just do color commentary of the game. Of the game. My, while for, you, for your minutes. set. Yeah. But your set, is your place far? North Miami. But maybe they'll have a TV at the wine bar. No. no wine chance. bar? Not a chance. Fuck. Wine bar. Wine lounge? Flight? Wine lounge, I think it's called. Hmm. Doesn't sound fun. Better be a good fucking <laughs> show, I'll tell you that. All right, well, let's get into our first news story of the day. Thanks, I got the real music right here, Lonnie. Mine was better. First news story of the day, TikTok CEO is getting grilled on Capitol Hill. They're talking about banning TikTok in many episodes and throughout my life, I've been angry at social media and you should be too because it is the cigarette of our generation. And because you're not famous on it. If I was famous, I would be telling everyone to be on social media. If I had a lot of followers, I would not be saying this. I'm only saying this from a position. No, I'm just kidding. Even if I wasn't, I would be telling people to be mindful of the addictiveness. And I listened to one of my favorite podcasts, the Pivot Podcast. I know you don't listen to it with um, Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway. It's a tech podcast, tech and finance. And they had this uh, PhD professor on there, Gloria Mark, who was a psychologist and also sort of moving into uh, inf informatics. And what I found super interesting about this is that she goes, she teaches at the uh, California Irvine, University of California, Irvine. And she was on talking about her book and promoting her book, which is called Attention Span. And it's nothing that I don't think anybody who kind of studies this stuff and researches this stuff knows about, which is basically that what they're realizing is young kids who are born into a world where they're on their phone and they're always doing different... Uh, I'm on my phone at this moment. You're on moment. your phone at this moment. That they're, It's actually changing the chemistry, the biochemistry of their brains, meaning that they aren't able to focus beyond moments, right? And it's because they are not just necessarily doing things like we talked about before in previous episodes, like classical conditioning in which a un... Um, a response to an object is conditioning. So like a bell and then you associate something good or positive or a reaction with that bell is starting to start the conditioning process. Like when you post a reel of your adorable kitty cat and nobody likes it. Such a stupid reel too. You hate cats. It's I don't hate cats, reel. but it's just a stupid reel. You do hate cats. Give me my thing. And Give so, hold on. And then so you are in a situation where now you're anticipating something's on the internet, right? So what she's saying is that like, it's not even like you are getting hailed, like bing, bing, boof, or vibrate. You just know that there's something new and fresh on the internet, and so you seek it out instead of being able to complete your task. So let's say you had to like write a school report and you wanted to write that these kids can't even spend more than three or four minutes before checking their phone or going on the internet or opening up a tab or a browser. And it just goes to the fact that you know, her book attention span will most likely be read by people who already know about the problem. And the issue becomes that this is the world that we live in and that it's not going to change and that this attention span is going to get worse and that you're stuck and sucked into a vortex of constantly being distracted. 
and it's my number one pet peeve is like I, I tell myself like, all right, I put a 15 minute time limit on my social media. I'm focusing on writing. And next thing you know, I'm unlocking that 15 minute lock and I'm going right back into my phone and I go like, God damn it, it got me again. My focus is done. So if I'm aware of it and it's not working, these kids are screwed. Like they have no shot, like no shot of focusing whatsoever. And I don't know what comes of it. I don't know what happens to the next generation. These kids that are born with iPads, but it's it's going to be something where, you know, the ability to concentrate is going to get less and less, and we're going to have more and more AI automations. And I'm very interested to see where this attention span problem goes. But it's definitely not good for movies, comedy, plays podcast, anything that requires you to listen longer, it definitely is not going to help. Like your attention span sucks, right? Yes. Like you struggle with focus. I do struggle with focus, but I wasn't an iPad kid. No? No. You were video games. I was a video game kid. I had a Game Boy when I was a kid. But now that you're like trying to post on social media more, your addiction has increased, right? Like you find yourself like wondering why things aren't getting the right engagement. Right. and. And so like that, I'm pissed that this kitty cat reel isn't getting nobody likes it. It's just not even a good video. Like there's nothing cute about it. Now, if you would have put something on there, like um, a lot of times it's matching the audio and the text. So like you're playing fetch with your cat. If you would have put like a text on there, like, did you know cats could fetch? That might have helped it go viral. Mm. Better music. Like, you know, all those things go into the digital literacy. Uh, Balani is just starting to get into posting all the time. And so he's just frustrated that he's not getting the traction. The most popular football player from my high school just liked the kitty cat reel. So what the fuck do you think about that? Well, he works at a gas station now, so it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Is he in the NFL? No. He works at a gas station. He does not work. He's not in the NFL. Yeah, works at a gas station. Well, that's been the news story of the day. Let's close it out. Last 10 minutes, we'll talk about the Culture Can. We got the Culture Can coming up. We got a great show coming up. Um, but the Culture Can is something that we've been trying to kind of push across. And the Culture Can is about having conversations with people on the Internet. And we've done a terrible, absolutely terrible job with creating those conversations on the Internet. Um, what do you think is, you know uh, would help us? With the culture can. Um, not deleting a social media platform <laughs> that had 1,500 followers. Yeah, that was my mistake. Yeah. That was my mistake. That one sucked. I love deleting things. That's you why. You do love deleting things, yes. It's very annoying. You remember that time that I booked Shell Lumber and I let them I let them film my commercial and we were going to send it off to audition and we spent like two hours in the sun going over the read and then we come back to the studio and you were like, I deleted it. Remember yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That sucked. Yeah. That sucks. Unfortunate day. That was an unfortunate. I have deleted a lot of things, but I just like the organization of constantly cleaning things up and like doing that stuff. But we have a great show uh, at the Globe in uh, Coral Gables. A really cool room. It's April thirteenth. April thirteenth. Eight thirty. Tickets on Eventbrite. Uh, I guess you'll post the Eventbrite link in this uh, podcast, right? Yeah, I'll the post the event like, yeah, in the podcast. And also um, Clutch Burger on Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. He didn't even know it was Wednesday. We showed up and he was like, it's today. We're like, every Wednesday. Huh. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Comedy Power Hour. Comedy Power Before Hour. Before that, at around 7.30, we plug the mic in outside. We do some positive street heckling. Street crowd work. Street crowd work, whatever you want to call it. But we basically just shower 
passers-by with compliments. Yeah, you right. didn't do it at all last week. It was you all You didn't me. let me do it. I told you to give me on the What mic happened to that know? reel? Did you ever, you ever chop it up? What reel? The reel that you filmed me of doing the stuff? I filmed your comedy set. Oh, Cindy filmed the reel of the... Cindy filmed And she never made it. She never made it. God damn it. Well, you get what you pay for with nothing. With the, with, with, the, <laughs> with interns. Yeah, but she's taking eight classes and she's graduating this year. She's but just yeah. got into her master's program. But she was, at the, she was at the beach, you know, on Sunday. And I was like, you know, not working. Cindy, not making that real. We should hit her up right now. But what we're looking for with the Culture Can is if you're somebody who likes to edit, we need... <laughs> no, what we're looking for is for you to engage on... No, we need an editor. Internet. We need someone who wants to edit videos. I can edit videos on InShot. We just did three videos today. Yeah, but we don't do that all the time. We can. I can. You can. You I told you to just send me videos. And but I'll we got to go out and film street interviews. So let's start filming street interviews. You just right gotta now. send me the videos. No, I can't right now. I have a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I have to leave. I got to go. Well, this has been a great podcast. Uh, very informed. We appreciate you guys listening to it. Uh, another episode. We'll see if FAU and UM go to the championship. That'll be exciting. Maybe we'll talk about that again. Until next time, we love you. We care about you. Be safe out there. And remember how addicting your phone is. Try to stay off of it. <laughs>